0: Test, 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 test. Good God, Goosebumps got guys and girls grinding gracefully. Good God, Goosebumps got guys and girls grinding gracefully. All right, the mic seems to be working. It is 126 on a Wednesday. I'm getting ready to meet with my client. Oh, it's always exciting when this happens. This is my celebrity client, Sir Patrick Stewart. Should be a Helpful and productive session. Checking in with myself, how am I feeling? You know, it really bothers me that ESPN changed that little thing at the bottom to say the lead to show their leading stories. I just find it a bit pretentious. You know, it should be something like headlines because there's only one lead and they keep popping up lead after lead after lead after lead. It's like, why can't why can't ESPN focus on things that more people care about, too? You know, like the, the Memphis Grizzlies or the Tennessee Titans.
1: Oh. Hello. Hello. Hello, Doctor. Uh, Hello. Doctor. Am I interrupting?
0: No, Sir Patrick, come on in. It's your time. Please, please welcome. I never know how to greet you. Is it a, a, a kiss on the hand? Is it a, a bow? Uh
1: A, a simple bow is, is is more than enough, but we, we can skip the formalities. Ooh, I,
0: oh, very I'm, kind.
1: I am so thankful for this this time that we get to share together. Um and so I can, you know, offload some of my, my problems and, and tell you about my days. Oh, yes it's been it's been one of those. If I can It's been can one of those so. days. Yes, yes, I, yes. Sir
0: Patrick, I, I don't know if you want to get right into it. I, I do have a bit of a heavy question for you. Um how has your day been?
1: Mm mm. Well, where should I start? Maybe, um, how, how about this? Stardate 99467.28. Mm-hmm. I had left the Enterprise with Commander Data, my bestie, my bestest friend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We were sent on an away mission to acquire an ancient olive tree mm-hmm. for my... um My foreign dignitary aboard the Enterprise, it's a must-have for these negotiations to go through smoothly, as -hmm. it is that ambassador's birthday, Ambassador Sonny O'Zell. Okay, Uh, I'm noticing something,
0: uh, but I want you to continue a little bit more.
1: And so here we are, aboard our shuttle, a musk variety. The, Mm -hmm. The Federation has... Uh, enacted a contract with Tesla against my own recommendations as a Starfleet okay. captain of over twenty years. of okay. Service. This is. And, I'm
0: sorry. I, uh, what? This is in
1: America. Y- y- yes, of course. Wait. It, this was. This what, was what, what, what was I saying? No, I. I
0: saying? It, it, it sounded a little, uh, Sir Patrick. I, I, again, I, I, I feel uncomfortable calling you out because your celebrity status is much higher than mine, but. Sometimes, Sir Patrick, it maybe it feels like you're you're recapping episodes of the show that you worked on, and not necessarily recounting a real life experience. Well,
1: I oh, I I must have been. Forgive me, Doctor. We've talked about this before. No, and and, and...
0: and just so you know, and I know we've talked about this before too, but it is legally required every time it comes up. I am not a doctor. I am a CTWROS. Uh, but right. uh, please continue. I just, I every mm-hmm. time it comes
1: up, I have to legally say that. Fine, but that, that that's one hundred percent fine. Yes, this this story does take place in Los Angeles, where I where I do live, and I okay. should clarify that that my my commander data, who I was referencing, is is my right. best friend in the entire world, who I love dearly, Sir okay. Ian McKellen.
0: Okay, that's what I wanted to clarify right. too. Okay. Yes, okay.
1: Sorry, da- Data that. is Sir Ian McKellen. I'm Data, kidding. Sir Ian McKellen, the shuttle. And that's
0: not who portrayed Data on the show Star Trek, if I have my knowledge correct. No,
1: no, no, okay. no, 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 no. Sir Ian McKellen who, would have would have never. He
0: right, have never. and and who who is that actor, and 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 what's your hmm? relationship like? That who? who was the actor who portrayed Data on the television uh, show that you worked on, Star Trek? You, you seem you to know, that seem to have puzzled you.
1: You, you know, I i forgotten I've forgotten his name. But he's sure. a great gentleman. Uh, he was wonderful in, in the other film he was in, um, Independence Day, where he played a, a scientist. I know so much about some of his work, and I just cannot pull his name. You'll have to forgive me. I I, I, I really okay. do. I really do want to get get more into this story so we can unpack maybe yes. where I I may be falling short emotionally here. I'm
0: so I'm so sorry. I I've been cutting you off with some very rude questions. I I'll go quiet for a minute or so.
1: Okay. Anyway, so we 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 begin our journey down the 405 <laughs> on our way to a Home Depot. Uh Home Depot much like a, a shuttle, or a, a station, a wayward station near the Ferengi space. Uh, <clears throat> the Federation is deemed uh, scuttled, but I believe that there's are still good to be found there, even in a Ferengi vessel. I see that analogy. Just out of curiosity, what do you think like a Lowe's is? A Lowe's? Mm-hmm. A, a Lowe's, a penal colony. <laughs> that the Federation would not stand for but of course it's on the other side of Saracito so mm-hmm. uh, we, we do not have that kind of jurisdiction okay. uh, as as a, as a Starfleet office. Okay
0: I think if you look into it you'll like the politics of Lowe's better than Home Depot but that's not really important right now. We don't need to get political if we don't want to. I, so
1: would, you're- I spend all day dealing with interstellar politics so if we could if we could leave it today that'd be that'd be great. I get I it. I really appreciate it.
0: I get it. So you and Sir Ian are um, driving to Home Depot. That's what I have so far.
1: Yes, yes, we are in search of an ancient olive tree that my uh, my wife, Sunny Ozell, who is a singer, she's she put out an album in 2020. Uh, you you bring it every time. I I, I appreciate it, but I I don't need I'm it. I'm just thank you. I'm just sliding it sliding it across. It's, the... yeah, and,
0: and and that's I appreciate it, but just like you know anybody who tries to hand me a mixtape on a on a, on the street, I,
1: I I politely decline, and I think I should do the same here. Mm. But thank you. I I may suggest you try try one of those um <clears throat> one of those mixtapes maybe. A uh, an Al is selling down on uh, down on the on the on the strip. I I had a great I there was a Star Trek rap in one of those. It oh was, wow! It was it was truly something. It was almost Shakespearean. That's
0: <clears throat> you know that that is kind of strange that you know in all of that science fiction of this ancient future world they really don't reference rap a
1: lot like they they
0: really uh, retconned rap out of the future in the in don't. a lot of the sci-fi.
1: Don't look at me, look at Gene Rottenberry. It, it was his, his idea. I was signed on to, to come play Jean-Luc Picard. Mm-hmm. And that was uh, when I was 47. Mm-hmm. I left the show at about 60. And now they're mm-hmm. pulling me back in. For the uh, Paramount Plus, the the new Federation, as it were, that I am aligned myself to. Anyway, mm-hmm. yes, I, I I'm following along. But but real world. Let's let's try to stay right. as focused as
0: possible on reality. What's tangible in front of us? You and Sir Ian, Home Depot, Olive Tree. The Olive Tree sounded a little science fiction the way you described it the first time. But I I, I can imagine that it's a real, grounded Olive Tree.
1: Is that fair? Yeah. It's very real, it's very grounded, it's in a pot, (laughs) and it's old. Olive trees can grow to, to ancient status of an olive tree is over 30. So, much like a a budding actor, they may have 15 to 20 more years left in the tank, Mm. but uh, an ancient olive tree... This one, for Sunny, is supposed to be 42 years old on her 42nd birthday. Mm. Uh, and here we are. So Ian and I are out of our shuttle. We, mm-hmm. are, we are neck deep in a market perused by so many different races and creeds and
0: species wanna... of creature. Okay, when you, when you say neck deep in a market, when you say neck deep in a market... I'm just curious like what what does it mean to be neck deep in a market as compared to just standing in a market with your friend like how are you distinguishing i want to touch on maybe the fact that you're surrounded by other races too I think that's great I don't know why that needs to be pointed out
1: but well, the the federation this federation station is perhaps a crossroads for many different it's it's a trade route okay and there okay. are there are. Ferengi. There are Klingon. Some Romulan. There okay. are uh, uh, there are traders, raiders. There okay. are smugglers. All here. And and when I say neck deep, I am I am in it. I am no longer Jean Luc Picard of the Starship mm. Enterprise. Mm-hmm. I am I am more of a uh, Alus, uh, a, a anthropological trader looking for the ancient olive tree with my uh, assistant data
0: okay, no longer so a
1: commanding officer. I was going to say, in he's been downgraded. Parts, uh-huh, it, okay. It, it's not always uh, fashionable to be a federation officer in a market such as this. Okay,
0: alright. Because, be- because of Home Depot politics.
1: Home Depot politics okay. and um, ancient olive trees are a logistical nightmare. How so? Uh, there are a lot much like an exotic animal, this exotic plant must be vetted uh from uh, I forget who it is is it the d e a is that's, that it
0: that's an organization could be the f d a mm
1: yes them the the f d a the f d a the like, food
0: and drug administration uh, or, I, olive i guess would be a food mm-hmm. I could see trees being a drug. I don't know if you party sir patrick but i could see trees being a drug
1: (laughs) i i haven't i haven't partied really since uh sir ian and i rapped on star uh, on uh x-men oh wow
0: that's good to hear they got rap music in that in that uh fictional show x-men
1: well it wasn't just any rap music it was the iced tea
0: Wow, that's incredible. Mm. That's incredible. Yes,
1: yes. It, it, it truly was. It truly was. But okay. back to the story. Yes. All right. I,
0: I'm so sorry that we've gotten sidetracked. I'm sure it won't take all session to tell this one story.
1: No, it, it shouldn't. I, I'm hoping to get to two or three things by the end of this. But I, I can't we
0: imagine go. we'd run out of time. There's so much time remaining that I can't, I can't imagine it's going to be all filled by this one story. But we'll see. Uh, so you're at home depot you're neck deep in in uh, uh, people from different cultures which is great and we support it uh, and um, uh, and uh, and you're trying to buy an olive tree
1: and the I, fda I, yes mm-hmm. right so okay. i i go i go to a a orange smock wearing ferengi i say to the young ferengi where do you keep your olive trees I must have one for my wife's birthday. Mm-hmm. I need it immediately. This is uh, Federation business. And then uh, that's when Commander Data stops me and says, it's not Federation business, it's mm-hmm. it's only a surprise. <clears throat> and this Ferengi, I mean, I've never been so rudely uh, I- I- encountered in my entire life. He was trying to barter, saying that, oh, if you give me just four latinum, and five platinum. I'll give you four olive trees twice the age. I'm sorry, I said,
0: this is an exact quote? Are you exactly exa- quoting what you heard?
1: I, well, not exactly. He, not He was, exactly? trying, to, he not was exactly. trying to charge me uh, an exorbitant handler's fee for this olive tree. Okay, all right. And well, could what? not verify the age of said olive tree. Okay. Well, and should... I got heated. I okay. got angry. Mm-hmm. Just, mm-hmm. I got as angry as I'd ever been, Ever. Like, okay. I, when I did, I did a Wired interview, I did a Wired interview, and somebody mm-hmm. had the gall, the gall to ask me if I had ever been in Harry Potter. <laughs> no, I've never been in Harry Potter, and I've never even been asked, because if I had, I would have arrogantly said, no, thank you, and, ha- and walked away with Ian McKellen in hand, because we both didn't get her. A role on Harry Potter. Yes. Now look at you. Now look at everyone. Everyone is laughing at you, not me, not me, Patrick
0: Stewart. <laughs> oh, it's okay. Hey, it's okay. Hey, hey. Um, uh, have some Kleenex. You're oh, doing fine. You. You're thank here. You. I'm not a, a terrible journalist that doesn't know what movies you are in. Okay. <clears throat> uh, in fact, I, I, I don't even particularly care about your uh, film career. I. I haven't told you this, Sir Patrick, but I'm not a huge fan of fiction. Mm,
1: fiction I, just know, doesn't do it for me. I respect that. I, I truly the the works of Star Trek and, and the the futurism, I don't see that as truly fictional. Uh okay. I, I see it mm-hmm. as a as a as a sci-fi epic. And that is mm-hmm. why I decided to go back to the series Jean-Luc and I'd re-enrolled in Starfleet via Paramount Plus. I re-enrolled. I, I I had to go through uh, basic Starfleet training again okay. in San Francisco,
0: just to keep these tethers to reality as strong as possible. I just absolutely I would love to hear you define in your own words Paramount Plus. Are we are we aware of what that is?
1: Yes, of course. I am clearly aware of Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus is a um, is a collection of planets species both sentient and non who who come together to make sure that there is entertainment across the universe that everyone can enjoy there's something for everyone in this federation
0: okay there are parts of that i could disagree with but i think for simplicity let's let's move forward with that i think that will work for now
1: are you familiar with lower decks <laughs>
0: I, i've he- i've heard it referenced by you know, um, other improvisers. I don't know if you know this. I'm an improv comedian and now I do therapy, but I, I've oh, heard. Oh, yes, yes. I've heard other that once
1: before. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, I was once in a I, I, I don't know if you want this. I'll just uh, slide this uh, over to you. But this is a copy of a commercial I did with Selena Gomez from 2016. In mm. case you ever want to consider, you know, something like a dancing boy in one of your future uh, more grounded non-fictional um, projects.
1: Perhaps, perhaps there might be a role for a dancing boy in Jean-Luc's vineyard, which he inherited from his French family. Oh, wow. Oh, that 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 would be that would be
0: really joyful if I got one of the one of the more sensical moments of Star Trek rather than
1: some of the nonsense fiction that happens. I mean, do you have a problem with heavy prosthesis? Yes. Mm. I mean, we'll cross, uh, we'll cross that bridge. Well,
0: I was gonna say who who doesn't who doesn't have a problem? I mean that's kinda like Michael a desperate...
1: Dorn.
0: No, they, he's he's a desperate actor just saying anything to get booked.
1: How dare
0: you. That's what that's what that's what those folks do, is that you know, you say like, Oh, can you ride a horse back? And then you say, Yeah, I can ride a horse back and then you get thrown off the horse and
1: you're You sound you sound like a man who's never played polo ever in his life. Is that true, Doctor?
0: I uh I have seen polo being played and it wasn't for me. Hmm. I assumed
1: uh, as much. Anyways,
0: I'm so sorry. Let me bring us back to a track. So I'm an improviser right. and I have heard other improvisers on comedic podcasts, uh, which of course this isn't a podcast. This is a private session. No one will be hearing this. But Good. Improvisers on comedic podcasts will reference the fact that they've been cast on lower decks. So I get the feeling it's animated, it's very quickly made, and that they're compensated very poorly for it. I
1: would say I would say you've hit the nail on the head, Doctor. (laughs) Oh, thank you, thank
0: you. CTWROS.
1: CTWXYZ. That's right. No, no, it's
0: it's a creative thinker who rents office space. CTWROS. Anyway, so yes, I'm familiar with lower decks.
1: Yes. Well, <clears throat> Paramount Plus, they, that is the training I went through. That, that is what I had to do. I had to climb the rungs of the Starship Enterprise. I okay. learned it inside and out. Okay. Um, <clears throat> anyway, here I am. Ian McKellen. Patrick Stewart. <laughs> Olive Tree. Ferengi Helper. Okay. Or he's very bad at his job.
0: Okay, we're back I, to the I, Home Depot. We jump from lower decks and being cast on Star Trek back to the Home Depot. I'm just trying to keep my own, you know, path straight. Okay, so we're back. we're back. We're back on the mainline story, the one that I'm most invested in that surely will not be the only story we tell today. Of Continue. course not, Doctor.
1: It, mm-hmm. it's, it's simple. Not a Doctor. The, the, Continue. The Ferengi, 17, pimply faced, just. Awful to deal with. I said I said to him while he snarled through his teeth at Data and I, I said, do you understand who I am? Mm-hmm. I am Jean-Luc Picard of the Starship Enterprise. Mm-hmm. Once sure, formerly Stewart. Locutus of Borg, Emperor of the Borg Hive Mind. My reach on Starfleet and across the galaxy is known everywhere. And you're telling me you're not going to sell me this Ancient olive tree for mm. anything less than $200. That is when Sir Ian McKellen stopped me because I was about to pull out my phaser. Oh, I'm
0: uh, 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 sorry. Let me stop you. Pull out your. Um, do you have your phaser on you right now? Could I see? Of course.
1: I keep my. Uh, any any okay. Starfleet officer has their phaser. Okay, it, so was if... on, it was on stun. Okay, so it so was on I- stun. It's an
0: iPhone. Yeah,
1: of course. Okay.
0: <laughs> Just okay, what you call a phaser, I would call an iPhone.
1: Well, what you call an iPhone, I call a communicator. <laughs> okay, so what and you it's... call
0: a phaser, I call an iPhone, what you call a communicator.
1: Right. Okay. I have two, is what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. One for, one for uh, non-lethal stunning <clears throat> and occasionally obliteration, and the other is for uh, getting a subspace message, okay. which is the next part of the story.
0: Okay. As oh, I lifted okay. my
1: phaser to vaporize okay. that
0: Pimply ignorant face.
1: Ferengi. Uh huh.
0: I'm not familiar got, with the neighborhoods in LA, but I, I'm just going to assume that Ferengi is a, a one of the boroughs of LA.
1: Yeah. Um, East LA, uh-huh. most Ferengi hangout. So East LA is where the Ferengi hang out. Okay. North LA is where. The the Klingons they like to chill. The Romulans are way south. Okay. They're, they're deep, deep south.
0: And so, do like, you consider like your fleet kind of Hollywood?
1: Absolutely. Okay, great. Absolutely. I, uh, I'm getting the my fleet, the fleet stays on the hill, if you know what I mean.
0: I you know what actually? <laughs> can you tell me exactly what you mean by that? Because I'm not I, entirely sure. What I sure. mean
1: What I mean by that is most most officers of Starfleet. Reside in a in a colony on a hill, dubbed Hollywood.
0: Okay, they live in a neighborhood. Got it. Okay, they,
1: they they reside and rest in in that in that domicile. Yes.
0: Okay, they 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 breathe in their
1: homes. I got it.
0: Okay, I'm with you.
1: So, as I'm looking at my communicator, I've received a subspace message from who other? Who other than uh, Starship Captain of the USS Orville, Seth MacFarlane? <laughs> the Orville, really? I didn't know that. Captain that was... Captain McFarlane was inducted into the Federation Fleet after his show was picked up on Paramount Plus.
0: I didn't realize that that was the all part of the extended universe of the same world. That's the that's no different than how all the Avengers meet up. You and Seth are kind of
1: different ha, the avengers you He's know not a fan not a fan i was never asked to be in the avengers i was gonna say i hope nobody from variety ever asked you if you were in the avengers if they had ooh, i would have i would have grabbed the sword that the queen knighted me with and sliced their heads off.
0: you keep that nearby too
1: that's i always do it's it's could it's i could i one... see it <laughs> Of course. Let me. Where where do I keep that? Oh, here it is.
0: Oh, okay. A uh, a pen.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, I a... I would call it a pen,
0: which Whoa. you would call Excalibur. Okay, so uh uh you call it a, sco- a sword, I call it a pen and you call it Excalibur. Exactly. <laughs> Got it. Okay, I'm with you. Okay, so you pull out the sword. Mhm. Mhm. Mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> and and I say I, I say to the man, wait, where was I? I was. Uh, I think. Am I, I think in the Home were, Depot?
0: You're in the Home Depot with Sir Ian McKellen, aka right. Data, who did not play Data, Data on the show. And the Data Ferengi 17 year old from, I've lost track. I think it was East LA. East um, LA. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's giving you a hard time. So you pull right. out your sword, which I call a pen, which you call Excalibur.
1: Right, 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 and and I and I go to to scribe my dissatisfaction on a you know they have one of those how Com- did we do
0: right comment you know, cards sort of things. comment
1: mm-hmm. cards, and I and I go to write that down when I received a subspace message from Captain of the Orville Seth McFarlane
0: right okay uh, I forgot Seth had appeared yes
1: yes um and what a what a wonderful addition to the fleet the Orville, a, a pleasure craft. Uh, I heard it has many pitfalls and, and lots that goes wrong. He probably just needs a Geordie, you know? He, he needs someone in there underneath the hood to keep everything running.
0: You mean somebody but, from the Geordie shore in England? The Somebody from uh, Newcastle, England, the Geordies?
1: No, no, no. Um, you probably know him as uh, the Reading Rainbow Gentleman. <laughs>
0: oh, Sure. <laughs> but i
1: i call him i call him geordie uh he was the the uh, the Uh, uh, chief engineer on the on the enterprise before he retired mr lavar burton is what i would call him yes yes yes, lavar burton oh Mm. you know i taught him to read
0: (laughs) is that true
1: he, he doesn't like he doesn't like it when i tell people that i was gonna say the I implications
0: did, of that are probably a little racist
1: <laughs> um. no, no 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 see this is this is why he always is like don't tell that story it's it's not yeah. a good one but here where this is a safe space i taught Levar burton to read i am over 40 years this man's senior mm-hmm. and he also oh, he was he, a child he was a child. Of so he course, was an appropriate course. age to learn to read. It was an appropriate age to learn how to read. Oh, Everybody okay. just stops me before I get to the to the meat of the story, which is I was I was touring America doing a reading tour. Um, it was back when Americans cared about Shakespeare. Sure. And here here this uh, this young man comes waddling over to me and says. He
0: wa- Lavar waddles. I wouldn't have pegged he- him for a waddler.
1: I mean, he was pigeon-toed as all get-out, as, as they say. And uh, he comes over to me and says, I don't know who this Shakespeare fellow is. Of course, he used much colorful, more colorful language. But he says, I don't understand a word of what he says. Mm. And so I sat with him. I, I got, I, I pulled from from that old library a dusty copy of uh, Old Willie Shakes, and I read it to him front to back until he could recite it word for word. Now look at him, a wow. master of reading, a wow. king among men, and Absolutely. still my favorite engineer on the Starship Enterprise.
0: Okay, great, okay. So, so I'm sorry, so LeVar uh, and Seth were involved at the Home Depot? You called Seth and LeVar...
1: So Seth reached out to me. He said, I, I understand that you are in the market for an ancient olive tree around 42 years old. I oh, said, so he just
0: knew. I mean, that that's the thing about Seth is he's, he's ahead of the game.
1: He's know? always in the know. I said, mm-hmm. did you talk, did you intercept a subspace channel between me and Sonny, Seth McFarlane of the starship Orville? Uh, he he. He said, no, of course not. I just heard through the grapevine. We mm-hmm. had a bit of a laugh. But it was, Doctor, it was in that moment that I realized, I think I have a jealousy problem.
0: No kidding. I'm not a doctor. No kidding. Wow. Yes.
1: I, I felt uncontrollable rage towards Seth MacFarlane for knowing something about my wife, Sonny. Well, I don't know. And for know. I think... intercepting my subspace communications. That is a no-no in the Starfleet Handbook.
0: Well, I understand that you are interpreting this as a jealousy problem, but I, I would just say that, I don't know, I think there's a way in which we can see this as connecting you to all other humanity. I think a lot of people on this earth
1: have rage at Seth MacFarlane,
0: and I think that just makes you human.
1: Well, I, that that may be true. Uh, I, I can Let me understand. ask you this.
0: How do you feel when Seth MacFarlane invites you to a concert that he is doing?
1: I, I feel um, put upon. Mm-hmm. I I I feel. Do you feel uh, like he, sing, singled out?
0: Do you feel like he's worthy of entertaining people in
1: a musical way? I, I mean this this will never get out, right? No, no. I no, this still is I private. still want my job on American Dad. You know, it, it's a good gig. I love I, working with Roger and um, and uh, what's his Stan. I love working with those animated okay. characters. I don't they're suppose I'm so, going to get those
0: actors' so... names, am I? I'm th- those are just going to absolutely <laughs> oh, not. I, they're,
1: they're not. They're not real. You've said that yourself. They're yeah, not that, real, so they don't get I names. Yeah. I, I just, uh, if, if
0: you, if you were able to interact with the real-life actor and learn their name, that might be another grounding technique. But we'll get to that later.
1: I, I'll have to take you up on these. I, I really need to step outside of the booth, as it were. Uh, even John Luke, I do everything from a booth these days. Well, they I was gonna say
0: acknowledging and... the booth, I think, is a huge first step. Okay. Being aware going, that you I'm you're... going to
1: write that down, Doctor. Yes. That, that sounds absolutely great. I'm going to take that as medical advice.
0: You know what? Yeah, while we're on this vein, let, let me say this. When you picture yourself on the hmm. a, on the deck of the Star Fleet Enterprise, am I saying any of that right?
1: It's the USS 1701-C. USS Enterprise. What is
0: that second S? I assumed it was United States, but then no A.
1: US, United. Oh, I guess sovereign, sovereign ship, my my good. Got it.
0: Okay. All right. So when you're, okay. So when you're standing on the deck of the USS, uh, something or other, Enterprise, Enterprise. Star, Star, uh, make them up, um, can you picture, just, just picture a camera. Recording you there, and somebody, maybe a, a sweaty, male or female or non-binary person, pushing in and pushing out this this camera device that is recording you, reading things
1: that are heavily, how shall I say this, scripted. Now, now, doctor, mm-hmm. I, I, not a doctor. I'm trying to do this exercise mm-hmm. as you suggest. My mm-hmm. eyes are closed. I am reclining into the captain's chair on the bridge of the USS Enterprise, mm-hmm. and I open my eyes to see no one from which you are, you are speaking, but I do, uh, I do feel the presence of the computer. The computer okay. on the Enterprise is advanced. Okay. It can mimic all sorts of sound patterns. It can interpolate alien languages and translate them instantly. Uh-huh. Uh, it records everything that happens on the bridge and some things that happen outside of the bridge. So, in in that way, uh, I I would say, um, okay, I'm always being recorded as as per Starfleet regulations. Should anything occur on the bridge that okay, would need Okay. Uh, if you bridges.
0: wanted to step off of that bridge just for a second and you wanted right. to wander over to like a long table with some bagels and some chips and mm. and maybe there was a couple of people mingling over there saying things like, I love crafty does that does any of this ring any bells is there can you picture like a uh, uh somebody offering you grapes in between you saying the same thing over and over again does Guinan, of that?
1: Guinan, uh on 10 forward uh the the entertainment hall of the USS Enterprise, she usually has drinks okay s- various syntha halls, um, syntha that, that halls. Could, it, synthetic synthet- alcohol precisely I'm so glad I got that on my own. <laughs> It's a, it's it's not one of Jean's best portmanteaus, but <clears throat> so Guinan uh, is a is an ancient alien without eyebrows. Okay. Um, <clears throat> this one I do know, played by the Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> oh, okay, that's a hard one to miss. Very difficult. One of the few people of color on the set, and boy oh boy, she. <gasps> She just crushed it. She it, she crushed it every every take.
0: This could be an old Hollywood rumor. Correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, this is an old Hollywood rumor that's been going around. Is it true that Whoopi
1: Goldberg taught you how to read? That's one hundred percent true.
0: Oh wow. That's I can't incredible. I can't
1: believe that that rumor has has caught fire in uh, such a way.
0: It's the circle of life, but instead of life reading and and instead of circle, I guess Hollywood actors.
1: Yes, I, I'll go into that. I'll make this one quick. Sure. Um, I was, again, this was on my first ever American tour. This was about eight months before I met young LeVar Burton. I met a a a younger Whoopi Goldberg. Uh, of course, not famous at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, she she was probably 18, 19, and, and there I was standing... Outside of a bus station in Baltimore.
0: I'm so glad and, this is so quick.
1: And, and she comes up to me and says, Starfleet officers aren't welcome here. And I said, oh, wow. I said to her, Well, I don't know about you, young lady, but I can't read near one of these signs or I would leave. And then she sat me down on that bench. We looked at the signs at the bus station. She went through line by line, wow, and taught me to read.
0: Incredible.
1: Yes, uh, before that I had only been memorizing Shakespeare. Yes, before. <laughs> but without
0: w- without reading it, just from without just from reading it, I, I taking it in so much.
1: It's taking, you know, I've won three Olivier awards. Mm-hmm. Two of them I won before I could read. <laughs> The third <laughs> what an
0: incredible now see this is what the people of variety should be asking you about but they, they keep... and they never
1: do no they it's always do, just... do they it's always oh if you were in harry potter what would you what would your horcrux oh. be what was nice. the hunger
0: nice. games like right oh
1: god don't even get me started about the hunger games everybody thinks oh patrick stewart Kristen stewart martha stewart you're all together you're <laughs> one big happy family Oh that's not true it's not true at all. Right, of course. Neither of them were born in Yorkshire. Right.
0: Are they? Are they related outside of you? I, I assume you're not related to either of them. But are Martha and Kristen related? I,
1: I don't. I don't like to meddle in in other people's affairs unless it's involving. Oh, reading. so they're having an affair. I. That, that's for them. That's okay. For them. No, between, I mean this is this is private. Between anyways. those two Stuarts and a Snoop Dogg, I'd say.
0: <laughs> that old
1: expression. An old Yorkshire say, <laughs> Keep it between you and your snoop dog.
0: Okay. All right. So, so uh, what we taught you how to read. Oh, you have a jealousy issue. Seth right. Farland interfered yes. on your communication with LeVar Burton. We're in the Home Depot. There's a phalanges hmm. in East LA trying uh. to, refusing to sell you an olive tree that I think was $200. I'm glad we got to dollars, by the way. I think that was a big breakthrough from today's session, as you're now calling them dollars again.
1: Yes, yes, and I, I, I think I'm going to keep it there with dollars. Um, and so. There, there we are. We are at the entrance of the Home Depot. This Ferengi teenager is still dogging us. I've got Seth on the line. Uh, Sir Ian McData is having a hard time keeping keeping me keeping me from exploding Mm -hmm. i am trying i am hailing on all frequencies the starship enterprise to rain down phaser fire on this location because we need to wipe it off the map okay Um, this is another
0: tendency i want to work on is the anger but one thing at a time i think
1: okay well i that is when that's, that's why I wanted to talk to you because after that I I, I fell apart the day uh-huh. was ruined. I, uh-huh. uh, Ian and I we had to we had to go home we drank uh-huh. things that weren't tea wink um, oh
0: one of those um sin, sin, sin alcohols
1: what was it Oh no this this was brandy this was okay. brandy this was just hard alcohol okay This was straight brown water as they say in uh, West LA <laughs> but not in Hollywood but not in Hollywood. <laughs>
0: Great. Okay. I'm with you. Okay. So you're, you're, you're drinking. This sounds like a healthy way. Like this sounds like a healthy reaction to me of like, I had a bad experience. Let me just go get hammered and party and loosen up with my best friend.
1: I'm I'm glad. I'm glad that you feel the same way because Ian and I, we, we got the lead out as it were. Hmm. Um, I buried the hatchet with old Seth. Um, I, I, uh, I had myself beamed aboard his ship. Um, (laughs) As in, we, no, no, we... Sorry, let me, Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. As in, yes. Please explain a little bit more. How? How? What? What was this beaming into the
1: ship? Well, uh, the the shuttle has a has a wonderful autopilot, uh, so I can never get caught uh, with the shut- a DUI. I, okay. The,
0: okay. The shuttle is uh, an an Uber XL or an Uber. You know,
1: some sort yes. of Uber situation. Okay, right. absolutely, 100%. Oh,
0: by the way, you should look into Uber versus Lyft on the politics of that. Uber's a bit of a Home Depot. Lyft, I hope, is a bit more of a Lowe's, but we'll mm. we'll see it, it over time. Anyways, let's I, not get political.
1: I hear that Lyft is used heavily by the Romulans, and uh, <laughs> I, I just I can't abide by that. They they have too many too many uh, violations of health and and safety of their people okay. and yeah. um, uh-huh. if i were to ever cross the neutral zone into nevada then i would stop them at their in, in their tracks okay. because uh, w- without stern footing keeping our borders in line uh, the federation will fall to the to the treachery
0: you're the a hard fields. borders guy huh
1: <laughs> i'm a hard borders guy that... i did not i okay. did not though i didn't vote for brexit Oh, okay. that's good.
0: Okay. no, I was going to say short
1: sighted politicians don't see the value in aligning with um, with other with other planets, solar systems, uh, even though we've been we've been doing it for years.
0: Mm -hmm. years. Yeah, I mean, hard borders does add up to why you might want to shop at Home Depot. I think those things go together. Um, Mm -hmm. But I'm glad that you voted against Brexit. I think that was a good thing. Um, Yes. Listen, I know we're not quite. Concluded at this story, I do want to kind of pause it in the midst of you Ubering to see Seth MacFarlane because I do feel like that's a, a bit of a high point. Uh, however, just before we run out of time, I think it's always so helpful to just run you through a guided meditation. I think that really helps bring you back to this earth and
1: and right, see right, things
0: a little right. bit more realistically. So
1: thank you, thank you, Doctor. I mean, for for all the the twists and turns, I I uh, I really appreciate you you sticking with me here. In this uh, mental health journey I'm, I'm currently going on, um, it, it's, it's a lot like uh, any of the, the other experiences I've had in which I am a man out of time, thrust into various time streams, seeing the world both uh, appear and disappear before me. Um <clears throat> I should I feel yes. I should
0: cut you off. Yes. I feel I should cut you off before you say more things. I, 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 yes, of
1: course. Of yes. course. Uh,
0: So again, grounded, realistic. Yes. are gonna feel the earth around you. And close your eyes and we will get into. Oh, this is by the way, this is a uh, this is a great meditation to do when you're in a rush. This is a uh, uh from the philosopher Pert. And uh and we'll get right into it now. Three Two. One. Coming up on 45-minute point in our countdown. Everything going smoothly. T-minus 45 minutes and counting. Lit up with anticipation. You arrive at the launching site. The sky is still dark, nearing dawn on the Florida coastline. This magic day when super science mingles with the bright stuff of dreams. We have an AEO abort go for test. Tester says they are go for launch. At the present time, we know of no major problems as we enter this final hold, Flood lit in the hazy distance. The star of this unearthly show venting vapors like the breath of a sleeping white dragon air is charged excitement so thick you could cut it with a knife technology high on the leading edge of life t minus 20 seconds and counting we have rocket main engine start we have main engine start T-minus five, four, we have liftoff.
1: Did did Shatner write this? No, no,
0: no. This is from the philosopher Pertz. I know a a
1: Shatner line when I, I, I didn't even get asked to be, to to be shot into low orbit. No, no, this is, this is, I
0: I thought maybe having more of like a NASA realistic (sighs) version of space that you could actually achieve might help. Bring some of the reality into the fold for you, and I thought that philosopher Pert had a lot of pointed things that would bring that reality to life for I'm you.
1: So- I'm sorry, Doctor. I I couldn't get past my own hangups there. Yes, I- that's that's that's, that's I'm okay. I'm sorry. This is exactly what you're trying to fix. Ugh. It
0: takes time, I- and this is why. Obviously, I would love for you to keep coming back. You know what? I- Absolutely. I've only been seeing you for what a a year or two now, and it- it- therapy yes. is really a. I think it's a really a twenty year process. You won't really feel any results until another 18, 19 years
1: pass. I think that's when I'll hit my prime, hundred and eight.
0: A hundred and eight. Well, I you know I never asked your age, nor should I. But I asked I never. Oh, asked I'll tell
1: age. you. I'm eighty. I'm eighty-one. My wife is forty-two. Good for my you. Best friend is eighty-two. Good for you. you. Let I, me
0: say. Let me tell you, Sir Patrick, your body be banging for eighty-two. Oh, your body be banging.
1: Ah, uh, thank you. Thank you. I, I do appreciate it. I do I do try to work on my body, um, you know the 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 Starfleet regulations. Okay, uh, I was so hoping you were going to say a gym.
0: I was really hoping you were going to say
1: physically fit. Uh, I use the holodeck. Okay, I run simulation four two one eight three. All right, uh, where I fight Moriarty and the Klingon Empire at the same time.
0: I see time. you mostly on TMZ in an Equinox.
1: <laughs> I don't know who was allowed into the, uh, into the Enterprise. Well, the TMZ, they... They,
0: they kind of do what they want. They're, they're real sleazebags. Mm. So they, they, they seem like, like a Ferengi
1: outfit. They
0: seem Sleazy. like they followed you with an Equinox.
1: Yeah, they will. I, I'll follow them home with phaser fire.
0: Well, Sir Patrick, we only have about a minute left before I have to start double charging you, which I would hate to do. Um, even though you could afford it and I probably could use the money, but, um, I, and I, and I hate that we haven't finished this yet, but you're in an Uber on your way yes. to see Seth McFarland. There's been a jealousy issue, but you're now pretty lit.
1: You've, right.
0: You, you've drinking that, that good, good, pretty hard with your, with your pal, Ian. Right. So you're, you're, you're at a 10.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We are we are moving at at, at uh, warp 5. We are we are gunning down the highway at this point. Okay.
0: Okay, I'm not yeah, okay. Fine.
1: There are like eight factors of warp. <laughs> these are these are closer you're getting closer and closer to light speed each time. Okay. We're at warp factor 5, warp factor 9 is basically you're at light speed.
0: I'm just going to do the math. It sounds like maybe each warp is 10 miles per hour, so you're going about 50. That's just my... Uh,
1: just about. Okay. Or uh, 75 kilometers.
0: <laughs> oh, that's now that's some Star Trek
1: bullshit I don't want to know anything about. <laughs> yes, of course. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, Doctor. No, no uh, we're, fiction we're in here. Time. Let's, keep, let's keep it to let's real get, things like Miles. I, I forgot. I forgot you don't believe that the metric system is real. <laughs>
0: Uh, the metrics, no, I, I, again, I'm, I'm not a fiction guy. Okay, so, so, so Seth, so you're in the home of Seth. I, I, you're in the home. Yes. We
1: arrived at Seth's house. I, I am. I have been beamed onto the orville And and here is Captain Seth greeting me with this, uh, this plant, this ancient olive tree. So Ian McKellen and I. Uh, we take the tree. We 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 give you know cheek kisses as we all want to do. And I just remember place.
0: that you said that you were very upset about this day. And I'm just wondering, like it seems like such a happy ending here. What was it that really triggered you at the last moment?
1: At the so we've gotten we've secured the tree. We are uh, entering my my home at this point, and I look at the birth certificate of the tree. <laughs> And there it is. It says right there, you've just been American dadded. Oh, no. And lo behold, oh, no. it's not an ancient olive tree I was holding, but it is a bonsai tree shaped as that hefty fat man, <laughs> Peter Griffin.
0: Oh, I thought you were going to say Seth MacFarlane again. <laughs> um, no. Okay, no, his to... character, Peter Griffin,
1: okay. His character, his, his Peter Griffin. His proxy. His, His proxy. proxy, right? Okay, and and I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't be seen. I haven't been home since. Sunny is waiting. <laughs> she keeps blowing up my my communicator with subspace messages and all kinds of visual voicemails and, and such. And okay. Ian's hiding me out for now. And uh, we, it's it's almost we are. Uh, Sunny has now become a crystalline entity. It is terrorizing um, most of Hollywood, trying to unearth me and and Sir Ian McKellen, Mm -hmm. Data, um, to, I I assume, vaporize us to to, uh, oblivion.
0: Mm -hmm. Until
1: I can find a way to stop the crystalline entity, I will keep hiding out okay well and seeing you of course
0: well don't don't feel like you got to hide you know tmz is going to find you no matter what you do i think that's a takeaway from today's session is that you know you're, you're seen when you go out in the world and it is the real world it is america
1: at, at, sure america america I, I, uh, it, it, where in my thinking uh the world is united um we, we do not need for, for much money these days as it is the year 3048. Oh, boy. Uh, um, again, star date 99467.28.
0: Oh, Sir Patrick, is, I'm still in the room with you.
1: You're, you're not alone. Captain Jean Luc Picard Sir, of Sir Patrick, the Starship Enterprise. Sir
0: Patrick, you don't need to wander out of the room. It is the end of your session, but you don't need to wander out of the room talking to yourself. It's going to make me worried well... about. <laughs> Sir Patrick? Sir Patrick! Oh boy, I um, I don't feel great about that. I don't think I was very much help to my client in this situation, and you know, like if, if I was okay, let's see, if I was ESPN, what would my the lead be for that session that I just did? I think it would be still struggling to grasp reality, um, not appreciative of celebrity friends. I think that's a huge thing. Um uh, uh, doesn't doesn't uh, respect his coworkers can't learn their names, um, especially doesn't respect the little people like craft services or um, the camera operators, and then really this anger thing he keeps threatening to kill a large number of people and that I should probably make that more of a priority for next session. Well. Onwards and upwards. That's what they say at the end of Star Trek episodes, right? Onwards and upwards. Quick note to self. I am in love with the comedian Vince White. He is the funniest, sweetest man, and he's the host of Kame House Party, the podcast that reviews episodes of Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. You can also follow at Kame House Party on Instagram, I've just been told wowza, you gotta do that also, the musician Erin Harland in Brooklyn is an incredible artist who I love so very much you can follow her at erharland, you can check out erinharland.com and you can also see her live show January 10th at the Mercury Lounge, I hear she also makes incredible podcast music and cover art thanks to Jason Shaw and Audionautics.com for the use of the meditation music. Ooh, this is exciting. I'm actually going to be conducting live therapy, just like they used to do in the old operating theaters. I'm a doctor of sorts, not really a doctor, a CTWROS, and so why not do therapy in a live operating theater? And I should let people know that people can come see that Monday, February 28th, at 9 p.m. at Under St. Mark's via Squirrel Comedy. So come check out some live therapy, is what I'll say when I'm plugging it. And until my lawyer takes it down, you can still follow at SigmundFraudPod on Instagram, and you can subscribe and leave a nice review to the podcast only if you want to help me take it down. Thanks for listening back to your private recordings, Ian. you handsome devil.